Sup? Hey. So, uh, pivoting, huh? Pivot. 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 Oh my God. The tick is on Hulu. Oh, is that where that was? But, no, that no, that don't know why that just reminded me of it. Uh, maybe no, 90s. no, because I because I saw your um. Oh, my snaps. Yeah, I had snaps. to send it to you and Dad. It, like I was just sitting there. I tr- I was watch. I watched the new episode of Making It this morning. Okay. Because I plan. I was trying. I think I'm gonna put my Halloween decorations up. So I was like watching crafty shit. Oh, um, nice. Shit like that. Anyway, I was watching Making It, and then it was done. And then like on my Hulu, like all big premiere was The Tick cartoon from 19 i'm like wait is that the 1994 holy shit so i just started playing it from the i remember the first one was so fucking funny <laughs> and i said it to my dad remember the idea man <laughs> enunciate <laughs> and then the, the news report on their plan to take over the city but we didn't understand that word they said oh my god it, it's funny because as soon as you said enunciate i've been trying to figure out for the last i don't know years you forgot where that was from I totally forgot i knew it was a, it was an inside joke i know it's something i said all the time it's something i still say and could not for the life of me remember where i got it from enunciate <laughs> anyway the only people i sent it to you to were you and my dad and my dad replied what is that on and i'm like right hulu just popped it- up on my hulu so yes add add <laughs> to my shit because i will watch these I've i've been like after like when I'm done with work lately, I want to watch. I, I put on old cartoons like I put on the Animaniacs from the 90s. And now oh, my I God, this you, one. I'm like, you're treating it like when you used to um go to school and school. then yeah. yep, after school, come home, watch cartoons. It's like ah, after school cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tick, the 94 ones on. Hulu. Oh, all right. I'm going to have to start that again. Uh, yeah, it has yeah, been a yeah, long time. Yeah, it's been a very long time. I'm actually going to make my husband watch him because I don't a, I don't know if he watched them or remembered them. I mean, I'm going to go with he probably didn't watch them. It was in his teenage years. And who the fuck knows? He was, he was that run around doing his teenage years. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Boys. Yeah. But uh, Boys. I mean, like, because we always watch Bob's Burger or like Archer at night too. cartoons again. So, uh, yeah, I might have to throw that one in the mix. It's funny. Usually my go to's are usually those like Bob's Burgers and um, that sort of thing or uh, uh, Rick and Morty. I know that you're not. Mm-hmm. A fan. Um, but lately, I've just been like binge watching like the cl- the Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon mm-hmm. again. Like I had finished it like months ago, like after they did that other season. And then I'm like, I'm going to start again. <laughs> kind of like a night before we go to bed, we're usually sitting there on their fucking phones you know so it's kind of just like background shit that we'll laugh at once in a while kind of thing yeah you get off our fucking phones so do we have that that weekly report i know um i have that on my phone and on mine said today that i'd spend an average of four hours a day on the phone that's wow much yeah well i mean like i i spend time with it like before work and then if somebody texts me during work, well, now nah, if somebody texts me during work, I'll, I'll just do it on my laptop. And then after work, I'm, I usually like spend a little bit of time on my phone. I've been spending more time on my iPad mini because the screen's bigger. And I wish they would make a phone that big because I would totally buy it. Does that all does that all clock into your screen time? Like when they send you that average, it's because a, it's your, a, your accounts are all hooked up, right? I wonder if they um, uh, take that that's a good question, because I know that I get a separate report for that one. Oh, but I wonder if there's a way to tie them in. That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. 
like because it's bigger like i'll keep like my games on there and and i i like the size of it i like the ipad mini i don't care i don't care what anybody says i don't care i don't care i, I don't know anybody was saying anything yeah i don't know either <laughs> um how was your week uh what was my week pretty mellow i mean yeah it was pretty mellow Betty had her second day of uh, classes yesterday. Oh, and she wasn't as afraid this time, but she still really wasn't engaging with the other dogs, you know, Mm -hmm. but at least she wasn't jumping up on me the whole time. This this week we learned and she already knows one of leave it, which she kind of knows and um, come. She knows come too. Mm. they were they they had some interesting thoughts on come. They're like. You should only have to tell your dog once to come. If you have to tell them a second time, just go get them. Because basically what they're saying is if you keep repeating the command over and over, uh-huh. you're pretty much just barking at the dog. Like, it's just mishmash, and that's what. You should really only have to tell your dog one time to do something. That's how I feel about my child. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> and much. I can't even tell you the, how many times I've said, babe, I should only have to ask you to do this once. Yeah. Same. And the same thing like with the kid. My dog gets timeouts. When she's fucking around or being annoying or when she doesn't listen, mm-hmm. she gets a, like a, a 30 second timeout in our bathroom because they're like they need to be in a timeout with a closed door so they can't see you because all they really want is to be near you. So right being behind it, a closed door. They can't see you. It's like punishment to them. Like, oh, man, I got to see my human now. You know, where's my human? So she gets locked in the bathroom and it's like, not the part. My bathroom has a door that's separate from the toilet and the tub. Oh, so okay, yeah. It's real easy. All that's in there is the rug. She, there's nothing in there she could fuck with. It really is like. Does jail. she? Does she cry when? Uh... She doesn't cry, but she knows the word timeout. That's for sure. Ooh. Yeah, she damn. knows now, and, and that's what they teach you too in the doggy class. They're like, when you're going on a timeout, you t- give them a word like, oh, too bad, or you screwed up, or yeah. you know what it is. It's, oh it's, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Whether it's the same one all the time, then they know, oh, shit, now I'm going, you know, and hers yeah. is, you know, knock it off. You know, I tell her once to stop it. Yeah. If she does that, then I'll tell her again. If you don't do it, you get a timeout and, and her yeah. ears will perk up. And usually by that time, she'll stop. H- have you have you gotten doggy training on all of your dogs or no. is, is she just kind of I've ever been to doggy training? So is that because she's a special case? This one. Like, is um, she, does she challenge well, you more than most of your other dogs ever have? Well, here's why, because I, I call her a pandemic puppy. We got her in October before the pandemic came. So she's only in the free world for about five months. And she had a surgery at that point. So she's not very social. She, uh... I would like her to um, be social with other dogs and people when they come over and shit like that. Because, yeah, she'll bark at people and, and all that stuff, you know, and she doesn't listen. That's the one thing is she doesn't listen when I tell her to stop barking and that we're working on. Oh, that drives me nuts. Yeah. and, and, and Stupid dogs. And again, um, what was there? We're going to learn that. We haven't gotten to that one yet. But I mean, she kind of knows, but she doesn't always listen. The point is when there's something they're barking at, like for her, it's the fu- it's fucking garbage day. She does not like the garbage truck. So on uh, Thursday, when all the trucks combine, they're loud and they're squeaky. It's like all day long. So the point is to try and just redirect her focus when that happens. Like usually she'll go run out and bark at him. And if I call her name and tell her to come, She'll come and she'll and I can get her to sit and she'll stop barking because she's focusing on me. It's just keeping her attention long enough while yeah. the truck passes. Kind look of at thing. me. Look at me. I got to keep kind look of giving me. her commands and things like that to do. I contact. Come. Yeah. She knows. Come sit. Stay down. Drop it. Leave it. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. yeah. Like 
when she picks up stuff in the backyard she's not supposed to have, drop it. She's like, <laughs> yeah. And, and so she'll do that with toys too, you know, because she wants you to chase her to get her toy away from her to throw it, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And if I say it, she'll do it. But now she, the thing is, is she'll do all these things, but I've had to constantly have kibble in my pocket for two years. Yeah. And that's annoying. Right. So that my thing is, I need to learn to get her to just do these things on command without always expecting a reward. Being more social and walking on a leash. Walking, she's terrible. She's, she pulls the whole time and fucking chokes herself out. Yeah. So that's the other. Th th those are the specific reasons I went to class was to socialize her more, to learn how to uh, walk on a leash. I can't. Anyway, um, like I said, she's pretty smart and she knows all the other stuff. Oh, the whole kibble thing. What they were telling us today is. When you get them to come and sit and down and do all of these things for one treat rather than giving them a treat for each every command, time. that's kind of how you're weaning them off. Kind of like mm. you're not going to get one every single thing you do. But if you if you start combining a lot more of these treats or another thing was like, say you ask them to sit like three times in a row on the fourth one, they just do it when they do it on their own. Then you reward them without a treat. Like, hey, good job, good job, good job. Yeah. You know, and give them like, love. Oh, and attention. look at you. Yeah. And that's really important for what they say in training. You know, use your voice, make your voice happy. So, yeah. anyway, with the whole command on come, they're like, you should only have to tell them. Here's the rules. Like, you should only have to tell them once. If, if it takes more than that, you go pick them up the second time. If you, because, and she's really good at come for me because she knows I have treats in my pocket, but she doesn't do it for my husband very well. Right. And that's the one thing I will consistently reward her on every time because I want her to come. It's that recall. I want her to come when she's called. To me, that's the most important thing to teach them, you mm -hmm. know, come when they're called. Um, so if she gets out the front door, or if she gets off her leash or anything like that, you know, it's you need to come when you're called. So yeah. uh, we're working on that. And like I said, she's she's good at it when I have stuff in my pocket or when she's not distracted. So, uh -huh. yeah, the rules were you should only say it once. If they're if you they, if you have to say it a second time, just go grab the dog. If you don't think they're going to listen to you because they know they're way too distracted by the garbage truck or something else, just don't even try it. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and one of the things they teach us is we have her on the leash in the class, and then it's to like kind of let her out. You know, the six feet out, and then yeah. just give her some you know, room. Yeah, and then you kind of walk her towards you and kind of keep walking as, as uh, you're telling her to come. Anyway, we're getting better at it. She, um, like I said, she'll do it really good at home because that's the one thing I've been teaching her for a long time. It's just that in real world scenarios, she gets yeah. distracted. Yeah, because the world outside of your house is a lot more intriguing than the one inside right. because it's all foreign to her. So another reason of these going to these classes is we're learning these things in a group setting. There's only 10 dogs in the class, but I think only eight have actually shown up so hmm. it's not very the only ma it's max 10 so it's like she's got to do these things while these other dogs are around doing them too so it's good for her to learn these again these things outside of the home really yeah because i'm just trying to get her to what kind of what, what what other what are the other breeds of dogs so our class is the uh, petite pals class so it's mm. all dogs under 20 pounds i think or something like that so so, so what grade would you give her for her, um, her class today? This week? Yeah. If you had to grade her progression this week. Um, I give her a B minus because here's what we learned. We're, this week where we're, we're, we're working on calm, which she knows, and the other one, leave it. So what, when we use leave it, it's for the garbage or junk outside. Like if, we're, if she's in the backyard or she's on a walk and sniffs something or I see her getting into something she shouldn't, I'm like, oh, leave it, you know, and, and yeah. 
she's pretty good at leaving it alone. Well, in class, they had us teach her with a, like a treat, right? And mm -hmm. they gave us the treat. And the problem was, is the treat that they gave us was way better than her fucking kibble that I give her. Oh, so, yeah. I, so what, what they had us do in class was take it's like a dog jerky almost. Oh, like, yeah. You're kidding. It on the floor. You tell them to leave it and they're really going to go for it. So step on it. Right. Uh -huh. And then, so now they know it's under your shoe and now they're scratching at your shoe. Once they leave your shoe alone, that's when you give them the treat. Once they disengage. Uh, whatever's under interesting. Your foot. You, well, here's what you do. You toss the treat out like a little bit away from her. Yeah. And if she comes back to try and get that treat again, then you like you step on it again or you get in front of it. And as soon as she disengages, you toss the treat. And the reason you're tossing the treat away is you're giving her the option to come back to it or not. And when she doesn't come back to it and actually leaves it, then it's like, yay, okay, good job, you know, and then really give her praise kind of thing. Got it. Like the problem was, is the treat they gave me was she wanted it way more than the kibble I was giving yeah. her. And she was like pawing at my foot. And I'm like, and then at one point she was actually quicker than my foot and she snagged the treat. I was like, damn it. <laughs> so, my treat, fool. I've only taught her to leave it with, not with food, with some, okay. it's usually, a, I mean, it's something she's interested in, some garbage or some poop, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Dead something out in the road, but it's, I've never done it with a, 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 a treat that she really wants, you know, like food yeah. or something. It's like, oh, yeah. that's a, that was a whole I, different I, I, I'm just intrigued by this dead thing over here, but I'm not going to eat it. But the thing under your foot, now that shit I want to eat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... like our yard, we have this stupid and I think I've bitched about it before. Stupid. Like a plum cherry tree. Mm -hmm. So it drops these things, you know, and it's like, or the birds eat them and they're just pits on the ground. And she's like, ooh, cherry. And she'll pick them up, you know? Yeah. So if I see her going for it, I can tell her to leave it and she'll, I could get her to steer away. And then once she's, if I missed it and she's already got it in her mouth, she'll drop it though on command too. Nice. So anyway, the only, I give her a B because leave it was a little hard for her because it was a really delicious treat. <laughs> we didn't do so good on that in class. Yeah, you should tell the teacher, like, look, 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 bitch, like kibbles it is and uh, no jerky because this motherfucker is now spoiled by the, your jerky. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. So uh, one of the other things we were learning last week that we're still working on is the touch command. Just putting your hand out and having them touch it with their nose huh. and getting them to do that. Is so they're getting you're getting them to come to your hand without anything in it. There's not a treat in my hand. Oh, okay. So she'll, I'll get her to sit and then I'll hold up my hand and I'll say touch. And I, at first I would wait for her to like, kind of put her hand in my nose. Cause she's going, Oh, what's going on over here? And as soon as she touches it, then you reward them. Like, okay, good job. You know? Yeah. And now what I'll, I can get her to do is we can go like right, left, right. Like I'll go touch, touch, touch. And she'll touch mm. them all. And then I'll give them a treat. And then also it, again, it's a good way to recall your dog. Hey, touch, you know, come over here and touch my hand. Or, or like they're saying, like, let's say your dog's sitting on the couch and someone needs to sit there. You can stick your hand out and go touch and she'll probably come over and do it just to get the dog to move. Or, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, that is a good one. And again, they're like, you can you don't have to, you could do different patterns with her. Or, you know, it's like so that's another one we're working on. And it's, it's a good way to meet strangers, too. They said, like, oh, is to have the dog hold out their hand and you go touch and then they'll go over and kind of investigate and touch that person's hand. It's it's interesting um, that every time someone I know gets their dog training or whatever, no training for these fucking dogs is ever the same. It's interesting. No, well, no, that's true. And I always I, say the training is really for the people, the humans more than the dogs. Yeah, the dog don't give a shit. I mean, except for well, the fact that it wants to be like, you know, loved well, they say by dogs, you dogs, dogs, they're working animals. They want 
they want a job. They want to do something. And they, yeah, they want to know they're doing it right for you. They want to, you know, impress their humans. And yeah, they want to be rewarded for it, whether it's love or praise or treats. Mm. <laughs> treats. Anyway, I, I'm running into this problem now because like, you know, we don't we don't let the, the dog on the bed mm. on our bed mm-hmm, unless mm-hmm. he's got like this big, like thick blanket that we put down on the couch. Mm, okay. So like he's allowed on the couch with the blanket. He's allowed on the couch. So he's allowed on his blanket, kind of. What's that? So he's allowed on his blanket. Yes. He's just not allowed on is, those right? things without those things, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't he can't sit on the couch without a blanket, without this, you know, the it's like a big old comforter. It's like sure. thick. It's like if you know, in case he like because he's barfed before and it's like, oh shit. Oh, it's on mm-hmm. that blanket. I can just throw that in the wash. No big deal. Um, so lately when my wife is is relaxing, she'll come into the, our bedroom and put that blanket down. Um, on our bed so he can like jump up there mm. so s- sometimes like when i'm taking lunch at work um if i'm not not hungry i might go in like and just lay in the bed and just kind of read or whatever um but now because he sees one of us in the middle of the day on the bed he's like hey man you gonna put that blanket down or what so he'll come up and be like hey mm. i'm like fine but then i forget then i forget that he's there Cause then I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get back to work. And then I like two hours later, I get up to like get some water or something. I'm like, he's motherfucker still sleeping in the bed. <laughs> on the blanket though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, on occasion, good. on occasion, he, he'll kind of like, you know, like move his head and kind of like get it on the couch or on the bed. I'm like, hey, fix your so head. What's, so what's the actual problem that he gets to nap more than you? Is that it? Um, no, that now I have to be conscious of if I'm going to nap or not nap, but like lay down and like rest, like I have to go get his blanket before I do that. Cause if not, then I'm going to have to <laughs> yeah. get up and get his blanket yep. when I'm already like comfy and shit. So, yep. Damn it. Well, he sounds <laughs> like he's pretty good about the blanket. He's very good about, he's very good about the blanket. He, he, we, that's one of the things that we, um, uh, that we, we focused on very much. So when he was little. Mm-hmm. Um, that like you can't be on the couch without a back like it get down, mm-hmm. you know. And I think I think him watching Slim, uh, doing that shit. Oh yeah, that always helps. You know, Slim was always a good teacher for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I think we didn't have to we didn't have to spend. I mean, potty training we had to do for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the other stuff that like normally the sit. Well, now I taught him sit, and I taught him like if I snap my fingers, he'll mm-hmm. sit. Oh yeah, like, she. I, all I have to do is snap and point, and she'll sit right there and yeah. that's that's the thing they teach you too is you really want to get to a point where you're just using hand hand signals yeah so sometimes when he's going bonkers or whatever i'll be like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he'll be like oh shit all right mm-hmm. um so he's pretty good i mean he's old he's fuck he's mm-hmm. gonna be like 13 this year mm-hmm. which is pretty old for a boston but you know, yeah it's pretty good yeah. um but yeah like i i think uh, I, I don't know if I'd have the patience for that anymore to start over that. Oh, young. I know. Yeah, no, I I never wanted a puppy when I got her. Uh, it was I, I did want a little girl black dog, though, and that was. Yeah, she was no I like the I, I didn't. Really, I was hoping puppies. to trying to find like a two year old at least or something. Yeah, like by two, like like you're kind of coming in. They, they just kind of have to get like comfortable with like using doggy doors or the lay of your land and stuff like I'd, yeah. I, I'd probably go with the two year old around. Yeah. There. Uh, like when you were saying uh, that Slim taught Phoenix, uh, same thing with Betty and Rebel, like the doggy door for sure. She was kind of afraid of it. And then she saw him do it. OK. And even like when people come over, like mm-hmm. if it's somebody that Rebel knows, like she'll be barking at him and Rebel will go up to him and be like, hey, what's up, dude? She's like, oh, OK, I guess you're cool. You yeah, know, you're vouching for this person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it is. It's super cute. 
that's funny oh dog life and i was like where are they i got one underneath it underneath me I, they'll lay down under the table and i don't know they're there and i'll stretch my feet out and kick them it's like oh <laughs> sorry man yeah. you're there not like that yeah that that ha- oh as you can hear mine barking in the background um yeah, the the problem with with mine is that like he'll lay behind my chair. Oh, and yeah, if I scoot another... the chair back and it's like, ah, like, yeah, oh, no, I, shit, son. That's one thing I am aware of, and I always look around before I roll out. Um, I bought her another dog bed this this past week, like from China, from Wish. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But I I the measurements I guessed wrong, and it's like a foot long. It's like a foot. Oh my long, god! A wide circle. It's like, basically it's like a, a dog pillow. pillow. Yeah. <laughs> She's totally laying right next to it on the ground right now. That's really funny. <laughs> at least at least she knows that if it's there, then she gets to lay around it. I don't know. I mean, she pillow adjacent. She usually tries to tear the fucking beds apart. She usually goes in and she's like trying to like, oh, yeah. Take the stuffing out and stuff. Kind of. Yeah. Um, And then like all of a sudden there's this one we got. I kept trying different beds. So my husband's like, I don't know why you keep thinking you're going to get a different result. I'm like, yeah. I don't, you know, this one looks so comfy. And there's this one I got. I mean, they're all the same. They're like those fluffy ring type ones. Yeah. Pillow and like shaggy and all that shit. Yeah. And there's one I got that was super tall. It's like six, seven oh, wow. inches tall. It's like deep. And I threw that in the living room every once in a while. I should be on my lap or something. Then she'll jump down and go lay in that bed. I was like, fuck it to here. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't tried to trap. Maybe that one because that one's bigger. No, yeah. other ones that are big and she still tries to fucking wrestle with them. Mm. She does the same thing with our her crate in our room. Like at night when we go to bed, she'll be all curled up in my arm or whatever. And then like she'll like get up and go to her crate. Oh, there oh nice. in her crate. Yeah, no, because we're all like she puts herself to sleep. We're like, what do you not like us? We're like, we we want you to cuddle with us, sleep with us. We I, I kind of joke, I start singing that um that Monica song. It's one of those days <laughs> that a girl goes through. <laughs> like, mom, she guess she needs her alone time, but she just like all like at least once a night. And then at some point in the middle of the night, she'll come back on the bed because mm. I usually wake up and she's there. But it's just cracks us. I don't think I've ever had a dog that just goes and lays in her crate on her own. And she does like um, if I'm in the shower, she'll go yeah. in there and lay down or like, yeah, this is a random time. She's Phoenix, like, if, if, like we don't create Phoenix at night anymore, but he has a doggy bed next to my side of the bed. Mm-hmm. And like if we're up a little later, especially since it's been summer and like we haven't been like keeping like you know, why is my must look at my mustache? Like, boo. see how like it changes, oh, it gets darker and shit. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> That's weird. What's happening? Um, it, it's not even there. It's not even real. Look at that. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, it's when you put the mic or your hand in front of it, almost like I wonder if there's away. like one of those like weird filters on or something. It has to do with the. It's kind of like the background filter because it's kind of like you know, oh. like between your headphones, I can still see the like real background. Cause I'm like, I shaved like yesterday. Like, I, like that's funny. Um, anyhow, so he's got a little doggy bed next to my side of the bed. And normally it, it, he's on my side of the bed only because like, it's like right there, like, you know, the door, my mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so, sometimes when we're just up late and he's just like, I'm gonna put myself to bed and he'll go over there. He'll crawl like in he'll his be in another room and he'll go in, oh, we'll be in the own. living room, like watching a movie or something. Uh-huh, or, uh-huh. And he'll just go into the other room and just like lay down and try to cover That's himself funny. with the blanket and put himself to bed. It's like, I, I, I see you're done. She'll do that during the day. Like if I'm working, especially in this room right here, which is next to our bedroom, like if I'm in here and sometimes 
like I said, I have dog beds in here, but she'll go in there and just curl up on the bed. And she's like, I'm just going to lay in here till you're done, mom. <laughs> Rebel always has to be near us. Rebel's not going to, we're not, we are not allowed out of his sight. <laughs> I mean, he would like follow us around the house. Yeah. Like he waits outside the bathroom on the floor for Josh. You know? like, hey, when he can't find us, he checks the bathroom and he checks the garage door. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know, and it's sad because like, so she only gets crated when we're gone. That's the only time she ever gets crated. And he okay. never gets crated. Yes. He's fine. And he's got the doggy door and he's, he's not. He's, he's not no dick. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yesterday, though, when, you know, I've been taking her to doggy school alone and he's been here by himself. And I know he doesn't like that, which is the whole reason we got her. So I was wondering if he was howling again. We're gone for. It takes me about 40 minutes to get over there. It's an hour long class, about 40 minutes to get back. Uh-huh. So we're gone for about three hours. Anything longer than that, I think he'll start howling. But I was checking the cameras yesterday and he was never in his bed all day long. You could see him like goes and checks the back door. Then you think basically I just have the cameras in my room so I can see him coming back into the room all the time. Like he goes <laughs> to the back door. He probably goes check somewhere else. And it's like, I think what I'll do is I'll check everything and about 10, 15 minutes go by and he checks everything again. You know, like I think he just <laughs> repeatedly does this the whole time because he forgets or he's just waiting for us to get home or, you know, yeah. Like, oh, poor guy. But he's a goodie. He's the best one ever. He's the best yeah. boy. It's 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 funny. I've been talking myself out of this because, um, you know, I keep thinking I'm like, I'm home all the time now. Oh, like, getting another dog or I like I'm like, I haven't talked to her about it because <laughs> huh? no, hell no. Because like she'd be like, what? Are you smoking the cocaine? I mean, here's the thing. I would almost say a good time to get him would be now while Phoenix is still around, even though he's older, just to get to teach him shit, teach him the lay of the land kind of. Before yeah, he goes. it's it. We had decided a while ago that like, you know, when his time comes that we would take a break. Yeah. You know, but it's easier like, to travel and shit. And yeah. And that nobody has to stay at the house, even though mm-hmm. I prefer someone stay at the house, even if we have the alarm on. I agree. Um, I, I just have I just prefer people being here. Mm-hmm. So it, it avoids, you know, um, you know, looky lose or whatever. Um, so, yeah, like last I mean, you know, we, we pretty much agreed that we were going to take a break. But like, I don't know, man, I, I'm kind of fiending for another fucking chihuahua, <laughs> though, you know, uh, that's pretty cute. And, you know, what? the good thing is there's so many of them out there that need homes. Well, and, and I already and I have the perfect name for the smallest what? little chihuahua. If I got another sm- like a small chihuahua, I would name it Thanos. <laughs> because he would That's be great. so small but have yeah. such a powerful name yep thanos like thanos get in here before i snap my fi- <laughs> before i snap my fingers make Did you get my snap this week with that cat on my porch yeah i'm so like who's this, this is asshole like some neighborhood cat i don't like i know the neighbors have a black cat that roams around and i've seen this one before because he's laid on our porch before but i honestly don't know who he belongs to he doesn't have a collar on it he's pretty skinny so the funny thing is like he was just laying there and I, he had a, had a package other, so I went and got the package, and he let me pet him and stuff like that. And then I came in, and he was just laying under the pillar. And then, like a few minutes later, I came back to see what he's doing, and like he was laying there, but he saw me. He's like, "Oh, I see you." And he got up and came to the door and like sits down. He's like, "Meow." He's like, "What's up?" I'm like, "Trying to get in here or what?" Yeah, I'm like, he's pretty cute. I, I, I kind of hey, want. I don't know but... if he has a home or not. If he doesn't, it's like I kind of want to start feeding him. My husband's like, "Hell no." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he gets mad because the cats piss in our yard. Yeah. Cat cats. Cats piss is just the worst. I would let him be an outside cat. I wouldn't have him come in just because 
he's dirty. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. already an outside cat. He's dirty and all. But I would feed him and like give him a little cat house outside or something. Maybe and just so we had some shelter and food. If I knew that he didn't have any, or but you know, if I know that he's eating all over the neighborhood, then I'm not worried about it. Yeah, he's pretty cute. He's pretty friendly. Like well, yesterday, I saw him laying on the curb with the boys across the street. But then he got up and walked down the street, too. So I don't know if he belonged to them or he's just chilling with it. I don't know. Like okay. I said, I don't know if he doesn't have a home and he's super friendly because he wants a home. So he just kind of cruises up to everybody in the neighborhood or. Yeah. Or what? I mean, if he's that friendly, he probably belongs to somebody. Like I said, he's, he's pretty dirty and skinny. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I got to ask the kids next door because they wouldn't know. New cat. Who it is? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've seen him in the, our yard before cruising through the yard and stuff. And we hear cat fights all the time. I'm pretty sure he's one of them. What's up, bitch? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh, geez. The great in the middle of the night when we have the window open because then Betty hears him start barking. It's like, yeah. I, I hear you, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Get out of my line mm-hmm. of sight. Mm-hmm. So um, so uh, this next Saturday, man, is uh, Little Home Slice's seventh birthday. Oh, my goodness. So, I actually have that in my phone. Do you really? Yeah, it's his 60th birthday. That's that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> so I knew that. Uh, yeah, children's birthday. Um, yeah, dude, it's it's weird. <laughs> it, it it's weird because she started school this week on uh on uh, Wednesday. She I kind of mask. She was wearing a mask anyway. Oh, okay. And so the our only problem was is that a couple is weeks... your school mandating them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, although we we, we I love were... hold on I love all these like this fights over this shit like you know. I saw this one stupid bitch at a council meeting going, my child shouldn't have to wear a mask because you should be able to see her beautiful smile. Really? Oh. That's your fucking reason? That's your reason. But you know, she's not going to be smiling much when she's dead. You or know you're that, right? dead. Yeah, or you did. <laughs> or one of you did. All but of you I, did. I love all the posts going around like, y'all can't mandate masks. You can, you, you know, you, you don't want them to, to, you want them to not allow masks or whatever but it's like but y'all don't allow spaghetti straps or shorts or you know it's like you can put your rules on that whatever yeah i'm, I'm gonna pick my so like we got a we got a uh probably a um uh that's probably been about a month where they were like yeah we're probably not gonna have the kids wear masks outside only because it's been so freaking hot and we're, and you know like we're just like uh no you're you're, you're wearing a mask all, all at all times i'm sorry i know it's hot out but you, you got to wear this damn thing. So, um, so, but they changed that like as school was getting closer because things started like to mm-hmm. you know, ramp up. So like, yeah, I mean, w- we've been very fortunate with this school. They haven't had, I mean, they had one little scare that didn't pan out into anything. Um, and, and everybody's been good about that. And like, that's, uh, you know, and w- you know, we're, we're, look, man, we're team players. Like if, the, if they were like, if they said, Hey, you know, if you're traveling out of state, like you got to quarantine your kid for seven days. Like that's why that, another reason why we didn't go, I me and her didn't go to Vegas to meet the new baby. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't want, I didn't want to have to do that. Yeah. Um, I wanted her to st- start school. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, they've been pretty good about it. And so, you know, it's just weird that she's now a, fucking first grader and um, it's so it's so fucking weird and and she, <laughs> and it's funny because like you know a, a lot of these kids we haven't seen since um you know since the beginning of summer or you know before the end of the school year and she gets back there and we're standing next to these kids and it's like oh hi hey you know good to see you blah 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 and my child has grown another 18 feet <laughs> In the summer, because uh-huh. she is m- towering over these little children. 
That's awesome. towering. Like my child is tall. I get that. But she is towering over these fucking kids. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah. So she's she's going to be seven. Got a few people coming over that we we can vouch for. Um, right, right, right. You know, because we had talked about splitting it up and we split it up a little bit. We had someone come over uh, yesterday to kind of like um, celebrate with her and stuff. But yeah, dude, fucking kids, fucking babies having babies or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think that really applies here. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's pretty. Yep. I'm, I'm sure it's pretty good. Applicable. Applicable. Mm. Apli- no, yep. Applicable. <laughs> there's, Applicable. Actually this, there's actually this video going around uh, TikTok that was like when something about like when your mom's more immature than you and it's like mom walking in this her teenage son's room. She walks in the door and he's like, what? What do you want? Get out of my room. Oh, no. She goes, she goes, he goes, what? And she goes and sits on the bed. He's like, what do you want? Get out of my room. She gets up all mad and shows she farts before she leaves and then knocks all the shit off his dresser. <laughs> uh, she cropped us. I was like, oh, that's great. And then like everybody starts like taking the sound and doing their own versions. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> my, so, yeah, this might be a little TMI, but my, my, my beautiful little daughter, um, I'm dropping her off. I think it's probably like day two. And this little motherfucker crop dusts in my car <laughs> and then gets out of the car because now she's got to go to school. Uh-huh. And now my car stinks. Did she say anything about it or she just. Oh, yeah. She laughed her ass off. Oh, OK, I was going to say, did she let you know? I mean, like for you. Dad, oh, no, bye. no, no. Like she she's usually like, uh, excuse me, I tooted. Uh, OK. Oh, that's cute. S- excuse me, I tooted. OK, but she 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 tooted and then it was like, oh, fucking shit, dude. What the fuck? It was so bad. It like resonated in my car for the rest of the day. That's awesome. No, it is not okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> but did she, you, she thought it was hilarious. Did you happen to read that creepy story I sent you this morning from Daily Mail about the creepy kids? I was trying to open it, but for some reason, man, like, I don't know. I'm such a hold on. I got to I got to read to you then. Yeah. I'm such an old man with these fucking things because it's like I'll, I'll push like to open it and then it goes to the next story and then I push it at the bottom where it says to push it on the bottom and then it goes to the next story. I'm like, mother shit, just open. Yeah, I had to ask my husband a few months ago, like on Snap, like when people repost something, I'm like, how do I see the original post? Where the fuck? He goes, tap the middle. I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> tap the middle, tap the middle. So this was a um, parents share creepy stories of children who claim they've been reincarnated. Or, or had paranormal experiences, right? So I, I don't know if it started with just like a Twitter thread or something. So yeah, a, a British father, Dan Dan Schreiber, uh, kicked it off with his Twitter post. He goes, interesting bedtime chat with my three-year-old tonight. Daddy, I had a family long ago and my mommy was called Sochi and I was called Anki, but then I died and now I'm with your family. Anyway, anyway, if anyone needs me, I'll be cleaning <laughs> the pants I just shit for the rest of my na- the night. <laughs> So it's just a whole. Okay, when my son was little, he never liked his toenails being trimmed. He used to go gray and physically shake proper like real panic attack. He said it's because when he was a soldier, he had his toenails pulled out. (laughs) Holy shit. Very Uh, similar conversations. When my son was very young, he used to say when I was Andre. And then one day he was watching the cartoon Anastasia and he pointed calmly and said there. That's what I that's where I lived when I was Andre. Oh it says kids are spooky. Kids can be spooky with shit. I, you know, I feel like like little home slice has done 
stuff like that. I just can't remember what, what she is, has said. I also think the kids are way more open and intuitive and open to that kind of shit. And I, to- I totally 100% believe all this shit. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, I, 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 there's no reason I don't believe this at all. I, I think that there's something to it. Like, um, my niece saw some archive footage of the minor strike battles when she was about three. 20, 20 odd years ago, she got hysterical when her mom calmed her down. She explained that's where she died last time by a blow to the head. And oh, she described damn. her other mommy in detail. Damn. We nicknamed our daughter Spooky. as She <laughs> talked about two previous lives between the ages of three and five. I mean, when kids are saying this shit at three and five, it's like, how do you even know what the fuck you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, like, um, after, did, were, like you just like it's not like they just saw this on TV and like came up with it at that point. I mean, right? they can't even articulate that shit, you know, until, nah. you know. OK, so we nicknamed our daughter Spooky as she talked about two previous lives between the ages of three and five. After we had a car accident in which no one was hurt, she remained totally calm, saying that her friend told her it would happen and that we would be fine. Uh, OK, shit. My three year old pointed to a photo of my elderly deceased grandmother and said, that's me. It was weird because oh. when she was a baby, my mother was holding her and suddenly said, hello, mother, because the look she had across my daughter's face was similar to her mom's. Wow. that OK, that's trippy. I had a similar conversation with my son, very seriously telling me about a past life and also memories of being in the womb, not things he could have made up in a child's mind, just statements of fact, never believed in much before. But it makes me wonder if reincarnation is the thing. You know, I don't know if that would surprise me at all. My mom and sister were in a taxi with my nephew when he was about three, and he pointed to a branch of Eclair's accessories and said, when I was a big boy uh, and I was a fireman, I used to go into that pet shop. And the elderly taxi driver almost crashed because she said he said it was a pet shop before, before when he was a kid. Oh, shit. It's none of this like it, it's funny. I'm, I'm less. I would be less surprised if that was a real thing than. Um, than all the other stuff you hear about, you know, religion and stuff, honestly. Mm-hmm. My son once built a very lifelike old factory out of blocks and said, this is where I used to work when I was alive before age three. Jesus. <laughs> you were in the mills. My son always talks about his brother, Jack, and his sister, Jenny, who he lived with his mom before I were born. They lived to be 96 and 92 when he was old like them. And now he misses them every day. I miss those guys. Wait, what? My kid often talked about her old family when she was four or five. And one day I asked her what happened. And she said, very simply, there was a big storm and a bad man came and my mom tried to protect us, but she died. Oh my God. When my, when my little brother was small, he said to my mom, this is where I died. Wasn't it mommy? And she was bathing him at the time. And 18 months before he was born, she had a miscarriage in the bathtub. Oh, shit, son. Once my son said something when he was around four about how first there was a sister and then there was the other baby that disappeared. And then I was born. I had never at that point told either of my children about the miscarriage I had between them. Damn. Some creepy shit, man. (laughs) This one's good. A few years ago, my then three year old was struggling with a bad dream and I went to stroke her head and calm her down. And she was half awake and she whispered, Daddy, when the night babies come, I take the hearts from inside their bones so they can't bite anymore. Oh, my God. 
be like, nope, I'm sleeping in the car tonight. Right? Nope. Sorry, son. When did dad start sleeping in the car? Uh, He doesn't like to talk about it. Spooky but it's because kids. of you. As spooky kids! It's because of you. You did this to me. Hey, it's a spooky kid. Should we talk about the film? Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Well, let's me... play the footage, then we can explain what happened this week. <laughs> uh, Alright, hold on. Uno, two, tres, four... Yo, it's the Goody Squad. Fresh. Ah, what up? Hey, hey, everybody. Goody Squad, hey. 118, X and Chiba here. Uh, we watched Parasite this week because Higante was no longer available. Yeah, so uh, sorry about that. Um, I know that you guys were probably out there like looking. Um, for... It used to be. I forgot that. Like, so I know. I guess HBO. You know, shit goes away. I mean, I should know better. Every month, there's like, a, here's what's coming. Here's what's going list somewhere. But yeah, this was on like the me. Turner Classic Movies hubs, and I didn't think that happened there. Right. You know what I mean? I thought it was like just HBO. Like your old movie, you should just be there. Like I literally just watched the movie like a month or more ago. Like well, maybe it was two months ago, but still. But still. It was there. Got and then I went to go find it. So I went to HBO and then I just tried to search and it didn't uh -huh. show up. So I was like, okay, maybe it didn't search because it's in a different hub. I don't know. And then I went over to that one and then just looked everything alphabetical and it wasn't there. I was like, son of a bitch. So it's it's funny that this doesn't actually happen to us as much as it probably should. Um, <laughs> seriously, I mean, because it's like, we'll, we'll, we'll like pick a movie, like watch a movie and then like talk about a movie. And I mean... Uh, I don't know. I guess sometimes what look, it's doing it like, oh, look, I got a fake goatee. <laughs> Fucking what the hell, man? Um, uh, it, I mean, normally when it's something like the HBO Max ones that has like a shelf life, we usually try to shout it out and stuff. But like, yeah, like you're right. Like, why would there be some like movie, some old movie that that would be taken off after a while? Like you figure like, yeah, you just have. Well, and especially since like everybody pretty much owns the content that they're putting on nowadays, like why would it disappear? Anywho. So so anyway, sorry about that. We pivoted. So last minute decision, and I I texted X and it's gone, and then he made the mistake of asking me what we should watch. So you know, if they're all fuck, you're asking me. I'm just gonna tell you then. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Well, I just like I was like maybe lesson learned. <laughs> maybe lesson learned uh so i just cause... said fuck it parasite because you haven't seen it and it won the 2019 oscar for best picture come on now which is come on now i i'm i'm so accustomed to certain movies being academy oh, award-winning movies right right and... and was this one of them no, they're usually no. period pieces with funny accents that are way long and it, it, it usually boring. involves like <laughs> centuries ago and Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> totally. Right. Right. Like, yeah. like if you want, if you want to like win an Academy Award, those are your two things. Find a yeah. period piece and put Daniel Day Lewis in it. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and so and, this and, one and wasn't it, even in English. This one wasn't even made in America. 
Oh man, which which is impressive, which is even more impressive that it won that award because of the fact that like it was an imported movie and still it resonated with people. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. Like that's just fucking bonkers that like um, that that a foreign movie like just overtook. You know what happened? It started like you know winning all the awards at the film festivals and things like that. You know, it started getting all this recognition. And yeah, sometimes that's not always like foolproof. You know, like no, but I'm just saying people had to start watching it because of that. And I think once you watch it, (laughs) oh, I see. Yeah, Um, yeah. So yeah, I was a little. I I know this is going to sound completely insensitive, but I, I just was like. All right, I got to read through this movie. Yep. <laughs> Cuz yeah, I'll be honest, if you tell me it has subtitles, I'm usually like, "Ugh." Yeah, I mean, I got to be I usually don't want to bother with it. I I usually don't want to, well, it's I have to be in a mood for a subtitled movie because I know that like I can't be distracted. Sure. Yeah, totally. When when I'm doing that. So it's a little more work for me because of the fact that like now I can't fiddle with something. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't like fiddle with my phone or with mm-hmm. my my switch or my fucking whatever right um and i'm a fiddler like i i'll sit i'll sit usually so, like i'm literally sitting here talking to you and i'm fiddling with fucking lego like yeah. i'm a i'm a fiddler on the roof no less so and and this was challenging to watch because of that um i had a, a pay-per-view last night so it ended pretty late so i was like all right i'm going into this movie pretty fucking late oh shit um and like, I'm going to have to read. I didn't even take any notes, honestly, on this ah, movie, okay. which which is which is a first for me, because normally like especially I'll, with one, a new one that you've never seen. And well, I'm supposed to. Yeah, absolutely. Seen, like normally I'll sit here and I'll just kind of like like either write notes about like a certain scenes or sometimes depending on the movie, I'll write the whole fucking movie out. Right. Which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of nuts because I'm crazy like that. But that's how I retain information. It's just. Look, I, I'm old, and this I, this is what I've learned about myself. This is how I retain information. Um, I, I I put it on my iPad because I wanted to build. I really wanted to build last night, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm I know I'm not writing anything down because I'm going to be spending most uh, time because I pay attention. Yeah, because I have to pay yeah, attention, yeah. and if I'm like typing and I'm like a typo, as soon as I'm done, like they're on like four different yeah. lines later. So yeah. I had to like keep it at a point where I can still like see it. So it was a little bit challenging because of that, but. I do have to say that even though like I, 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 I have to be in the mood for that. And I kind of wasn't in the mood for it um, to start. It was a very intriguing movie mm-hmm. and, and, and not usually a premise that I was familiar with. Um, so that kept my attention as well, because this wasn't like a, a story I've heard before. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody has. Which I is, think that, I think that was the beauty of this film. The beauty of this film to me I don't think there's nobody I know that watched this film and could have told me what they saw coming. And if you did, you're a fucking liar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. I mean, I knew by the time the, the, so, so just kind of a long story short, um, this, this family basically is immersing themselves with this rich family to kind yeah, of their Korean family kind of uh, their parents are out of work. They live in like a subterranean apartment, shitty part of town. Let's say they're yeah. kind of like, you know, scrimping to get by. Um, and so and the, uh, two parents and their adult children, uh, a boy and a girl. And yeah. the uh, son's friend comes into town and basically says, hey, look, I got to I'm going overseas, but I want you to tutor 
this student I've been tutoring basically because he liked her and he didn't want his college friends around her, um, but basically gave him this job. Uh, on a recommendation, this kid got in there and then realized, hey, I can get my whole fucking family working here because these people are kind of rich and gullible. Yeah. And I kind of love how quickly this family turned into con artists. <laughs> oh, my God. Like it, that escalated so quickly. Um, because the first the first half of the film, that's what I kind of think it's about is this family. And, OK, they conned their way in here and, you yeah. know, they're how they're going to get caught kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of the, the thing that's in the back of your head the whole time is like, Okay, you know, they're, they're going to start running this con and they're going to get caught at some point. When is that point, right? Um, uh, yeah, and how? And, and the how is like, what? So, so, so they've immersed themselves. This family goes on a trip at this point. Like the dad's the driver. The son is the, the daughter's um, tutor, tutor who he's, he looks like he's falling for. Yep. Um, uh, the mom is now the maid because they, 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 um, they made it sound like the, the fucking maid had like TB or something, yeah. tubercul tuberculosis or whatever. Yeah. Um, so at this point, the whole family is like the daughter is. Yeah. Art therapy oh, yeah. Teacher to the son. And so, yeah, they're all in there. I loved. Um, so, yeah, they, they basically got all their help fired and, you know, conned them into hiring their family, not knowing that it was their family. It was just all on recommendations, but not. So this, the family they're working for has no idea that they're family. Yeah. Um, and, but and I so love the one scene where the kids like smelling him and he's like they smell the same <laughs> yeah i was like oh shit <laughs> fucking jig is up right yeah because uh, apparently there's something up with this kid right he's like supposedly uh, but his sister remember at the beginning said he was faking it all yeah okay so the kid supposedly like uh the mom the mom's just dumb uh, i mean and and the, she's the kid I, I wouldn't is, say you know i wouldn't gullible. even I, I'd say she's naive is what I there, would say. There you go. Naive is better. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I would say that she was a dumb person. Um, I, 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 but I do think she was <laughs> gullible and naive. 100%. And even when um, this, the, the kid's friend recommended the job to him, he even told her that he's like, look, they, they got money. She, she's simple is how, is how he put it. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So um, the, the little boy they think is eccentric. He does these art drawings that are kind of all crazy and traumatic and shit. And even like his sister called him out on it and told the tutor one time. I love how when that when this when the tutor comes to work for him, she's like, "We're gonna call you Kevin." Like, yeah, okay, we're just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like your real name. We're gonna call you Kevin. We're just gonna we're gonna name you because we're, we we're gonna give you an, we're gonna give you an Americanized name. <laughs> so the, the sister told, the, told him he's he's faking the whole thing. You know, he stops and stares at the sky, and everybody thinking having this genius moment. They're like, she's like, he's faking. Yeah. Um. So uh. Jesus. The family, yeah. So the families immerse themselves in this family. They're paying. So this, this one guy, this one family is paying this whole family. They have no idea. Yeah. So they're basically they keeping these guys like how um the little the son, he's the special one. Like everybody's fucking attention's all about the, the son and his family. And I guess he had a traumatic experience on one of his past birthdays. Um uh. at a birthday party for him in the middle of the night. He snuck down to eat the birthday cake out of the fridge and he saw this ghost. And um, <laughs> according to his mother. He had a uh, kind of was a panic attack or stroke, and she's like, "Gotta get them to the hospital in 15 minutes, or they're screwed." Anyway, you know, yeah. So now every year for his birthday, they do something out of the house. So they went. The family was packing up to go on a camping trip, and uh, so they leave. So the helper family, <laughs> <laughs> what is their name? Well, Kim, the Kim family. I want to know because that was his fake name, Mr. Kim. Anyway, um, uh, hold on, I gotta get their names. Where's the oh, hold on. 
Horrible. Yeah, they are. They're the Kim family. Yeah. So, um, so the reg- the Park family, they're the rich family. They're out of town. So the Kim family, since the mother's the housekeeper, she pretty much kind of living there. So everybody, they're just living it up while they're gone, drinking all their booze, all their food. Yep. You know, just enjoying the house and all that shit, getting drunk, <laughs> getting wasted, having a good time. That's like in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden, like the doorbell rings. And, and, and it's raining. Yeah, and it's raining. Dream, now. It's fucking raining. It's like the weather's crazy outside, and, and they're like, all of a sudden, ding what dong. The fuck? So the mom is? is playing the housekeeper. She goes to answer it, and it's the former housekeeper. The one looking that like they, shit, looking yeah, all the, beat up. Yeah, that everything. part. That part I would have liked more information. I'll, on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I think she was beat up. Oh, okay. Um. So she shows up and says, "Hi, I'm the old housekeeper. Basically, you know, hey, I'm the old housekeeper. I know you're their new housekeeper." Um, I left something in the house because, you know, they, they kicked me out so quick. I need to get it back. And since the whole Ugh. family was there, the housekeeper knew the rest of the family except the mom who replaced her. So if she'd seen the other three members of the family, they would have been would, like, yeah, yeah, she'd be like, oh, shit. Like, I know. So you they fuckers. had the rest of the family to hide. The housekeeper, mom, new mom housekeeper's like, fine, or, you know, lets her in. Old which housekeeper. Was, which, like, right there, then and there, I was like, Okay, yep. like you have straight fucked up. Like, there's no yep. way humanly possible that I'm letting some stranger. Who's... It's kind of like, yeah. As soon as that doorbell rang, is when the whole movie takes a turn. <laughs> it takes a big dramatic turn, and I'm like, no way. And especially if it's so. Here's the deal: one, I'm not letting you in because it's the middle of the night. Two, I'm not letting you in because you are somebody I just conned. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if you found out I conned you or what. So yeah. you're not getting in this house. Please get out of here. I'm calling the cops. Done. Right. My life is, is complete. I get to move on with my life. Um, but they decide to open the fucking door. Well, the mom does because, you know, she has to pretend like she's there by herself. Right. Yeah. And so apparently like this lady knows uh, the new maid's name because apparently she still talks to. Oh, she still texts. She admits that she was still texting the son. And knew oh, they were going to be out son. of town. Yeah, it was yeah. the son that they were, she was texting. And that's why she knew they were going to be out of town. So she came back purposely when she knew that the Park family was out of town because she, she says she left something in the basement. Oh so the mom God. lets her in and she runs down the basement and the mom doesn't follow her. She's just sitting there and the other rest of the family's hiding. And then they're like, and they're like been down there a while. And they're like, fucking go down there. Go down there. See what the fuck's going on. So the mom goes down there. And the rest of the family creeps behind her hiding. And she she finds the old maid like trying to push this cabinet out of the way. She's like perpendicular to this fucking cabinet. Trying yeah, to push she's, it out of the way. She, she's like horizontal between yeah. like, the wall and this bookshelf. And it's like, she's like help me. And I'm like, like, the first thing I think is like, is this bitch possessed? What is happening right, here? Right. So she she uh, gets her to help her. There was something wedged underneath it and it slides open and it reveals a secret door to a hallway, to a bunch of hallways, down some stairs. Basically, there's a basement. The, ma- the original maid was supposedly there from since the regu- original architect built the house. She's the one that lived there longest. She knew everything about the house. So she knew yeah. that was down there. And she said a lot of these old people built these hidden layers in their houses for whatever reasons, as shelters or to even escape creditors. I guess yeah. that was a thing there. I guess. So um, she's running down there and the and the new mom housekeeper is following her and she's yelling, honey, honey. And she gets down there. And we see some old creepy dude living down there. And apparently it's her husband. And he's been living down there for four years, hiding from loan sharks. Fucking he's been living in this like seclude. So he's basically been 
in solitary confinement for four years because there's no windows. With the exception of his wife coming down. Yeah. There's no the windows. Yeah, no. There's no windows. Uh, there's no reference to the outside world except for, you know, um, what we find out later he was doing to eat, get food or whatever. Um, so, yeah, while he was down there and his wife worked down there, she would give get him food and he would sneak out in the middle of the night to get food. Um, but since she'd been fired, it'd been a couple of weeks since she'd been back. And that's why the wife was desperately trying to get back because she knew her husband had no food unless he was trying, unless he was sneaking out in the middle of the night. But what we found out was when we were down there and she couldn't open the door, it was wedged. And he said, I couldn't get out. And she goes, because there was something wedged under the cabinet. That's why he couldn't get out at night, which is why he was so frail and everything by the time that she got down there. Oh, uh, okay. So she explains that, you know, He's been down here hiding from loan sharks. I've been feeding him. Please um, let him stay. If we give you a little bit of money, can you just leave some food for him? And at first the mom was like, oh, hell no. No, I'm I'm calling the cops. cops. Get the fuck out of here. And the rest of her family is like hiding around the corner, listening to this and all of it, like on some stairs. And all of a sudden, like one of them fucking slips and they all come falling down the stairs, tumbling down together. Oh, dad, oh, you you blend on my ankle. And they basically expose themselves to the old housekeeper who's now like, wait, you're all family and whips out her phone and starts recording them. Smartest thing this fucking lady did was now she's threatening to I'm going to fucking send this to the park family. Yeah, you get you the fuck out fun. of our way now. Yeah. So they're basically holding them hostage with this video. The next scene, they're all in the living room and the whole like Kim oh family's all huddled in the corner with their hands in the air. Wow. Well, like they're not waving them like they just don't care. No, they're, no, they're no. Just... They're on their knees, hands yeah. in the air, like like they got a gun. Yeah. Um, but they're basically just holding their thumb on this send button and they're like, oh, it's like a, the work nuclear warheads. It's like... Yeah. And, and, and like so at that point, like the, the the lady's giving like her husband like a back massage, massage or a rub or some shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Like and it, I mean, it's like, oh, my God. Like, seriously, you guys like, come on, man. Like you guys are fucking con artists. Like th- th- this should have been but something. They weren't, they weren't initially, you know, I think this, you don't was... think that they, I mean, cause well, that's no, the because... daughter. I think the daughter had fucking some, some rep behind, before well, the thing shit is, because... is when we first meet them, they're all living in the shitty apartment, folding, folding peaks of pizza boxes to make money. I think if they were, had a past con artist, they would have had something yeah. better going on. I think if this opportunity just fell into their laps. They took advantage of it and they got fucking out of control to no fault of their own. Cause who knew about the fucking guy in the basement? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wow. So now the, the, the Kim family is being held hostage by them. So, you know, they're got their finger on the button waiting to send it. And then, you know, the storm's still going on and the, and the Kim family takes advantage of the fact that, hey, we outnumber them. Basically bum rush them. Big old fight for the phone. You know, pretty good wow. fight. <laughs> they're all resting. And then the daughter remembers fucking peaches because the, the, the housekeeper oh, yeah. has an aller- aller- allergy to peaches, which is how they got rid of her in the first place. Yeah, so she they, goes they, and grabs the peaches, oh just God. rubs them all over her fucking face. She just fucking <laughs> takes the bag, fucking yep. just drops on her face and just like smeared. smeared. So the Kim family gets the phone away from the Park family or they're, or they're all resting. I think and the next thing you know, the phone rings again in the house. Yep. And they're like, and they're like, uh... Uh... and so the mom goes to grab it and it's the Park family. Obviously, their camping trip has got rained out. They're on their way home. They'll be there in eight minutes. Eight fucking minutes meanwhile the house is a shithole because they were partying in it before that with oh the drinking God. and food and shit everywhere before the maid showed up now we've got this the maid and her old uh. decrepit husband in the middle of the floor fighting and then you know they're coming back oh and they want rom dom so <laughs> new mom right. housekeepers got to go make this shit because he needs to be ready by the time they're home so the rest of the three family members are trying to clean up everything including two fucking bodies they're trying to get back into the basement 
and clean up all the mess. Um, the dad and the son are trying to get the couple back into the basement. Uh, the dad takes the crazy guy down there, ties him up. The son's trying to get the mom down there, but wrestles isn't, isn't having a good time. They tie her up. The family's coming home. I love her. She, at one point, she, the, the, the old housekeeper almost makes it to the top of the stairs and the new housekeeper back kick Oof. right back down the stairs. Now, I thought, I thought right then and there she was done because like she fucking like fell down those stairs and oh, like yeah. hit her head. Like I figured like that, that should have, should have done her in. Yeah. So um, the, the Mr. Kim is downstairs with the couple who are now all tied up and beaten up. He is trying to restrain them downstairs. The teen, the parent or the kids are hiding upstairs and the mom is making Ramadan for the family to come home. Jesus. So the family comes home. Everybody's hiding. Um, at one point they were going to be, they were going to go to bed and then the kid decides special kid decides he wants to sleep in a teepee out in the yard while wow, it's fucking like it's it's fucking raining and storming. dumping storming. So you guys are shitty parents because they let him do whatever he wants <laughs> well yeah they let him do whatever he wants and it's like like the chances of this kid like getting electrocuted out there you know <laughs> was was big like and they were just like hey okay and and so like the the she's so so just a quick background on on the on the rich family so she's hmm. she's like we explained you know a little a little dingy a little um naive um the guy um he's eccentric a little bit like he really didn't rub me wrong all mm-hmm. that much except for the fact that he had this thing about um uh like a like a like an odor smell thing like he didn't like the way that the driver smelled. So the dad. So that's where we learned this. So at this point, kids sleeping in the teepee out in the yard. Parents are like, well, we might as well just sleep on the couch right here so we can keep an eye on him. Yep. And the Park family, the Kim family is hiding under the table <laughs> in the same room. Like literally, like luckily this table's pretty fucking decent sized because they are all like- It's a big table. Yeah, they're all like- under there. All three laying under there. Uh, what's funny is what made me laugh is when the Park family came home and their daughter starts texting Kevin. Oh, and yeah. And you can hear his phone going off under the table. And you hear the mom walks by and cough. <laughs> like, oh, Hide shit. the ding before you yeah. can mute it. <clears throat> um, so the Parks are sitting there, laying there on the couch and their son's outside. And they're talking about Mr. Kim for some reason. So, yeah, you know, he's a good guy. He, he almost crosses the line, but he never does. Because, but he's got that smell and t- starts campaigning because I don't know how to explain it. Like people that ride the subway or he smells like an old radish or a boiled rag. And Mr. You know, this, this whole family is just laying in there under this table like, Listening and he's just this. like trying to smell himself. And he, he it's like, it's just fucked up. Yeah. He, it's, so It's chapping yeah. his ass. Let, yeah. let, I mean, he's, he's not the last thing you want to hear is that like Yo, you dog, stink. you stink, man. Yeah, you smell poor. Yeah, yeah, you smell Pretty poor. Much is what ba- he said. Basically, poor. exactly. If there's anything that he was straight up trying, like saying, was like, "Dog, you smell, you poor." Yeah. So uh, after a weird moment between the couple, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave alone. Oh, they fall asleep on the couch. Boy. <laughs> like, so, well, I mean, it's important. I mean, like, I don't want to get into detail on like what they were doing, but the fact that like. Okay, so the fact that like so the the way that they framed the 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 chauffeur, the original one, was that the sister took her underwear off and planted it in the car, so the the owner would find him. The older would find it. Fucking in my car? Yeah, like dog, you fucking my car. What's up, man? That's bullshit. So So they fired him. So they fired him because they thought he was banging in the car. So 
I mean, normal people would have <laughs> taken these things and thrown them in the trash, but apparently these two assholes kept these things and were using it as a kind of like saucy kind of thing, you know, um, which was fucking weird. So like he, they start talking about the underwear. It's like, you still have those, or, you know, and, and like, I don't know, it got really creepy. Like it, it was fucking weird. There was um, a scene when she when he finds the underwear and he, he brings it in them in the house in the envelope and he shows them to his wife and she like puts on a plastic glove to pick up the underwear and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then she sits him down and then he tells her something and she goes <gasps> and she covers her mouth with the plastic glove. It was like, ah! yeah, like you just you just and then when she took the glove off, she took the glove off like with her fingers pulling on the fingers. And I'm like, yeah, so she wasn't that as a germaphobe. I'm like, nope, nope, yeah. nope. She was the anyway, worst example of it. That was just side. That was just side notes. So anyway, <laughs> so the parents fall asleep. The parks fall asleep on the couch, and then the housekeeper mom eventually texts the family and goes, "Hey, now's yes. the time to sneak out because they're past the fuck out." GTFO. So, son sneaks out. Daughter sneaks out. Mister Mister Kim starts sneaking out, oh and my then God. lo and behold, you know, kid in the teepee wakes up and starts walkie talking Walk, them. Walkie talking. So the family wakes up, but uh, they manage to get out. And big rainstorm, and uh, they make their way back to their house, which is again the sub basement. And uh, they get to their neighborhood, and it's just flooded. And they're like, "Did you leave the window open?" And their ha- and it's sewage, and their house oh my is just God. flooded. Yeah, it's a shit. Sh- I mean, a legit literally. Shit show. <laughs> like the like the daughter like walks into the bathroom, and it's basically like coming out of the toilet, and she just is like, she just gives up basically. Yeah. Like she sits just basically it, sits, smoke. <laughs> yeah, and starts smoking, and, and she's just basically just sitting there like, uh, "This is I'm I, there's nothing I can do about this." The husband uh, grabs a few things. His wife. It looks like she won. Some, I don't know if it was Olympic medal, but it looks like she won a medal. She used to be like a, it's like a, not shot put, but and not hammer, but it was the ball on the chain <laughs> that she would throw. Yeah, it was it was something, right? So he collected a few things from the house. The the son grabbed this rock that his friend who gave him the job gave him that he was all mesmerized. It was supposed to bring them wealth and prosperity. Yeah, I was still a little like confused about the rock. Yeah, not not the actor. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I vouch for that guy. Um, he was just kind of mesmerized by the rock. Yeah, it, it, the rock kind of, it's funny. The rock kind of reminded me of the gem in um, Uncut Gems. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was something about it that was very like that. Right. Yeah, they didn't take us down the path that the, the no. Uncut Gems did, like, you know, all crazy, like, sci-fi into the rock, but just the way that the sun was connected. Was, he felt connected to this rock for some reason. Yeah, he was very, like, fixated with it, for sure. So he took it with him, and the next thing you know, the so now their house is flooded, and so they're sleeping on a gym floor with everybody else. And the kids are like, to the dad, what, what are we going to do? He's like, yeah, what? what's, what's the, the people plan, in the fucking dog? basement? And he's like, what's your plan? And he goes, oh, because earlier told me he had a plan. He goes, so what's your plan? And he goes, the best plan is not have a plan. Yeah. That, that way, well, nothing. Did you notice that was a running theme throughout the whole movie? Was having a plan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, everything was planned. So by the time the dad was like, yeah, we're, we're planless at this point, like, was it was interesting because at that point, I think he had just like, you know, kind of gave up to the fact that like. But I think he gave up from the beginning. I mean, like, really? okay, so the, the minute we meet the family, they're in their sub-basement apartment and their Wi-Fi, they can't get a Wi-Fi. Their phones get shut off. Their Wi-Fi gets shut off because they're yeah. not paying the bills. Yeah. And, the, and the son and the daughter and the wife are running around trying to fix it going, what do we do? And he's just sleeping on the floor. 
He just doesn't give a shit. And the wife's like kicking him going, don't pretend to be asleep. I just don't, I don't think he ever had a plan. I don't, I just think, I don't know. I mean, Hmm. I just think he was one of those guys that just tried to get by. I don't just don't think he ever had a fucking plan on, you know, having a family at the beginning, how you're going to fucking support him. (laughs) Right. Well, but the interesting part was, is that once the, the family does have this plan of, of, uh, of, uh, you know, like immersing themselves with the rich people, like he seemed pretty into it. Um, he, you know, like he was reading his script and trying to get the lights down. What's that? Wasn't his plan. If the kids kind of came up with a plan, wasn't his plan. He just ever had a fucking plan ever, ever, ever. And I think that was his thing. And it was like, you know, while everybody else was trying to be like, dude, what the fuck? Where the dad? What do you do? What are we doing? I just don't think he's ever, I think that was the thing. He just never had a plan. I mean, it was the kid's plan. And, um, shit, I was going to say when you were talking about that, I loved how, yeah. I mean, I think it was the kids that came up with all of this shit, you know, and he's like, oh, oh. So one point when they, when the family was gone and they were sitting there drinking all of their, booze and eating all their food and the son had told them he had a thing for the family's daughter he yeah. goes yeah after she gets into college i think i'm gonna properly ask her out and the, and the dad's like whoa so this could be like your in-laws house yeah. and they're like if we get married if i marry her then we'll have to hire a bunch of actors to play oh, their family yeah. it's like oh my god i think that's as far of a plan as they ever fucking got like oh, yeah bro. at that I'm point it's yeah. like holy fuck your plan is like knee deep in shit and you're going to have to live it for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think they ever like how we get out of this, you know? No, I don't think they ever gave a shit about how to get, get out of it. Cause you know, I just, no. don't, I don't think, like you said, I, if, if they didn't have a plan in, in hand or if they didn't like fully plan this out, then yeah. What, what, like, what's the end goal here? Yeah. You guys got jobs now. Yeah. You guys are like living the high life, you know, um, you know, getting paid, which look, if you like, I get it. Like you, sometimes you got to run the hustle if you want to make some cash money. And, and, you know, it sucked that you had to run these other people out, but like you guys are pretty sitting tight. Now you're getting paid, you know, you're, you're immersed with these rich people. Like what, like at that point, like what's the end goal? Are, right. are, are we, are we lifting shit off this house? Are we just going to do this to keep getting paid? And maybe like, m- m- like there was, you're right. There was no plan after that. Yeah. Right. It was just like, let's hustle this. Let's immerse ourselves in it. And then at that point, there was no plan relating to, okay, well, how do we move forward? Like, what's our next step? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, back to the film. So at this point, it's now the family's home and it's the next day. And the Park family has decided they're going to throw an impromptu birthday party for the son because their camping trip got ruined. Right. So, of course, now that they're doing this, they need all of their helpers help. Yeah. <laughs> so I love it. Like they have to call Mr. Kim. She has to go to all these stores. They call the uh, daughter for, as the uh, therapy artist because the, the son really likes her. So they really want her there. Yeah. And then the daughter's like, well, can I call my tutor then, Kevin? You know, and, and the mom's like, look, just come. I'll pay you. Consider it a working day. So the whole family's there. They're having a they're having a party. And um, oh, 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 even before we get to that part. So because we forgot like an important part oh. of, the, of the husband. So uh, so this uh, to rewind a little bit, the husband of the, the original housekeeper was living under the house, you know, ab- avoiding oh de- debtors or creditors or whatever. Yeah. But so but he took it upon himself to kind of like. Like when uh, when Mr. Kim's down there with them. At one point, yeah, and he's like, "What are you just gonna stay down here forever?" Oh, he was banging his head against the wall on these buttons, and Mr. Kim's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, yeah. 
Mr. Park's home, Mr. Park's home, respect. Like yeah, every respect. day when Mr. Park came home, he would light up the lights of the stairway every time he came. Did you, so I've seen this movie about three or four times now. So from, oh, the, wow. opening, from the opening scene, like from the first time you see Mr. Park come home, and I did uh -huh. notice it the first time I watched it, I'm like, oh, that's funny. The lights go on as he walks up the stairs. Um, oh. So I did notice it. And then this time what I noticed is once he got up the stairs, the lights went off, which I never noticed that before. Yeah, so I, basically, not I noticed that when, when he was walking, um, that they would like go on and off. I was like, uh, or, the, or like when he was talking about said it at one time, she goes, I think they've just got a weird switch or something like or, that. Or yeah, but at some point, like, I feel like they were alluding to the fact that they thought the house was haunted. And that's why I was doing it. Well, I, no, I think she I think she thought the electrical thing was just a bad switch. But the she explained that when her son had that trauma on his first birthday the son claims he saw a ghost you know but i don't think they think there was really a ghost oh okay um so yeah we find out that the guy in the basement has been lighting up the um lights for him and he took it upon himself to learn morse code and in the middle of the night he would send morse code out on the light bulbs hoping that the son i think would know it because the son was a boy scout at one point and he uh... kind of they do see that the son was trying to figure it out at one yeah. point they show the sun and he figured out he had hope me written down with an O instead of an E, you know, yeah. the sun was trying to figure it out. He didn't know. Um, so, yeah. So uh, it was the next day. So, yeah, they we knew that was going on. So then they decided to um, throw the party. And at one point when um, Mr. Kim is driving the wife around grocery shopping on their way home, she's on the phone in the back of the car. I love her feet are all up on the fucking seat and shit. Yeah. And then you see her kind of get a whiff and plug her nose and roll down the window. And, 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 he, and, he, and he saw that. that. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Kim saw that. So he's <laughs> taking that shit personal. Like he's yeah. like, he, he does like the last thing he wants to be told or kind of alluded to is that he stinks. So he is not happy about this like information at all. Mm -hmm. he's, he's not happy. Mm -mm. Um, so it is really chapping his ass for sure um <laughs> so fucking crazy so yeah so the guy in, in in the um so the you can because that guy had been underground for four years basically in semi solitary confinement like you're bound to lose your fucking mind a little bit. well no here's what happened so he was down there with he was tied up and his wife was tied up down there they were tied up separately but when she fell down the stairs and hit her head it was bleeding and she had hobbled her way down the stairs all tied up and tried to untie him. But she was passing out going, I'm getting dizzy. And she goes, I think I have a concussion and I'm getting dizzy. And what she was trying to tell her husband was that maid, Chung Sook was her name. She goes, she wasn't very nice, was she? Repeat after me, Chung Sook. Because she was trying to get her husband to remember the wife's fucking name for killing her. Oh. So she was trying to, because she knew she, she's like, you know, I'm tied up. He's tied up. I, I have a concussion. I'm about to go to sleep. Who knows the fuck I'm going to wake up. So yeah. he was trying, she's like trying to get the husband to remember the wife's name. Oh, and then so um, the next day when the family's having the birthday party, the son takes it upon himself to finish the situation since his dad didn't have a plan. So he goes to the house with his trusty fucking rock. He goes so down stupid. to the basement to plan to take care of the family but the dad was waiting for him well he gets down there and he sees the old maid around the corner and he's like oh shit so he's walking up to her like hey are you okay are you okay and then the guy in the basement sneaks up behind him he was waiting for him yep. grabs him ties him up he escapes 
he's now he yeah he's now chasing him up the stairs and oh he dropped the fucking rock on his way down there i'm like well if they didn't oh. know you were coming they do now yeah where to, so, to give um, yourself up and the whole- guy in the basement picks up the rock goes after the sun nails him in the head with the rock fucking hard. right outside in the basement hard um, yeah and then again for a second time yeah so then now people. basement guys come up and there's a party going on he walks through the kitchen i love that he sees the knives out of the corner of his eyes and he stops and goes back to grab one but he never directly looks at the knives the whole fucking time he's looking at like all this other shit on the table and all this stuff yeah. he grabs a knife he walks outside everybody's back towards him because they're all looking at like the kid who's getting his cake and stuff like that and he's standing there with a knife um he sees the wife who the housekeeper who killed his wife and he initially goes after her mm-hmm. and then um or no he stabbed the daughter first because he didn't see the wife he went after the daughter yes, who had and, the and it was the, the daughter the, the the mom came towards him when the daughter was stabbed already yeah. right so he saw the daughter's first one he saw so he went after her in the middle of the crowd stabs her the daughter the wife comes after and he's like oh shit that's the one who killed my wife she goes after her that's when mr kim's like what the fuck because he's behind the bushes he jumps out which, which um, well, well he, he was behind the bushes because he's he was supposed to be playing a role for the playing a role and, and the, the the dad made him feel like an asshole because he's like, yeah. you know, like this is like this is your job, dude. Right. I mean, so, his job was to fucking drive people around, but his apparently now he's to, playing an Indian. At his yeah, kid he's party. playing an American Indian at a fucking kid party. Awesome. So his daughter's on the ground stabbing. He's trying to cover the wound. The, the wife is fighting with the fucking crazy guy in the basement. Um, the kid, the little kid is passed out because his boogeyman has now come to life and is standing right before him in that face who just stabbed his fucking tutor in the heart with a knife. Yep. <laughs> so the kid passes out. Oh, we forgot one of the best parts. I don't even remember when this part came up. Whoa, when which? the mom was telling the story about the kid who was eating the cake and saw the ghost in the basement. Oh, yeah. Once we figured out once we knew the guy was in the basement and coming up for food, that's who the kid saw. Yeah, and that's saw, what the kids have been this, drawing this whole fucking time too. Is this is is this fucking guy in the basement? Guy. And they yeah. all think he's crazy. And yeah. yeah, no, he's not because he saw the guy in the basement. Yeah, he saw the Which, basement guy. That scene where the guy pokes his head out above the stairs and you just oh see his eyes God. and it goes back down. That's one of the best fucking scenes ever. Like, like that was some like Baba Duke fucking crazy yes. shit. Like, yes, like where you figure like, oh shit, like this movie's gonna take a weird fucking turn right now. So the kid basically passes out because he sees his boogeyman come to life, stabbing his tutor in front of him. So the mom grabs the kid and she's like, we need to get to the hospital. And so Mr. Park is turning around and yelling at Mr. Kim, who's on the floor with he doesn't know it's his daughter that he's standing over. He's just like, why are you trying to help that bitch? He's like, come on, we need to go. We need to go. He's like, then give me the keys. Give me the keys. And Mr. Park throws the keys at him. And as as his wife and the boogeyman are now fighting and they roll over and fall onto the keys. So now Mr. Park can't get the keys. The boogeyman's trying to go after the mom, misses, and the mom picks up a big old meat skewer and stabs him in the side. Right in the side, like, like fucking, like, like, might as well throw him on the Barbie too, man. Might as well. So then, like, she gets up, and then you see Mr. Park coming over because he's just trying to get his keys. And he's got to get his keys, which is now under this dead basement guy. Yeah. And you see him scrunch up his face like he smells and plug his nose as he rolls the body over like to get his keys and that's where mr kim's just like oh hell no motherfucker fuck your mama bitch (laughs) and he grabs the knife and goes over just stabs mr park right in the chest jesus christ man like now he drops and everybody parts just like what the fuck so now they're all just running and everybody's you know 
scrambling. Uh, you see Mr. Park go out the front door, out the front, uh, the gate. And then uh, we, come, we, we come to, now you see uh, Kevin's in the hospital. He's okay. Oh, and then we sort of. The, yeah, we see the daughter carrying Kevin out of the party. I was like, dude, Kevin took two big old blows to the head with yeah. that rock. I didn't think he was going to survive that. Me neither. I thought Kevin was done for. Um, but the daughter, you see the daughter carrying him out of the party. And uh, so he's in the hospital. He's had brain surgery. He wakes up to cops. It's pretty fucking funny. And he's saying that after his brain surgery, he's just laughing all the time. They're like, yeah, it's just a side effect of some of his brain surgery. Sorry, I can't help it. They're like yeah. ridding him as Miranda rights is being arrested and he's laughing the whole time. The movie, do you notice the movie on Hulu was described as a dark comedy? Yes, I did <laughs> notice that and was like, what, what, what? So um, the son's in the hospital. The mother is OK. The daughter didn't make it. Um, the mom and the son get charged for the crimes. But the most they get is like forgery and some shit, because while what really happened is the people in the party saw this, quote unquote, homeless guy, which is guy from the basement, come up and attack people. And because he died. They don't know why he did that at all. Everybody says, we, Mr. Park and Mr. Kim, we thought had a good relationship. We don't know why he stabbed him and nobody can find him now anyway. So the most they could get the son and the, and the wife on were like forgery and some stupid shit. So they got some probation. So th this is where I was a little bit confused because I'm like, okay, well, how did they end up? Because essentially like the, the, the two guilty parties in, in at the party <laughs> was was obviously Park and the guy in the basement yeah so, Kim, so how did how did the how did the son and the mom get put on blast and well i guess if if the daughter died and they did a background check on like who the fuck she was they would have i guess traced it back to like her being th them being her family i guess right oh you're finding like well, how, why did they even get in trouble in the first place kind of yeah, yeah like how, how did they find yeah, out because next thing you know they did the, forgery and all that bullshit anyway yeah like how did yeah. they like how did they get down to that like when the, you know like when the, he's in the hospital and he's like giggling away so i guess now once you got a dead girl and now we found out who's her family oh you're all family and now the wife's still alive even the husband's not and the wife didn't know that you know hey did you know these people are all family fucking no you know i don't know yeah but yeah, that's all they got him on. They were still they were convinced they knew where the husband, the dad was. They didn't. Um, they even had people trailing them. They said for a couple of years. Yeah, like he would be like just going, just like you know, putting. He's delivering flyers, new flyers jobs, and shit. And there would be people following him. So yeah. eventually, he said they stopped following him, and they really didn't know where his dad was. And he made his the son made his way back to the the house, which they said it took a long time to sell because he wants to buy a house where grizzly murder took place. Right. Um, but they ended up pawning it off on a German family that had moved to town. Um, so a new family was living there. It was winter and the son would go hang out, you know, go look at the house once in a while. And he goes and he's staring at the house and he notices the lights flashing, flickering. Yeah. And he kind of starts taking notes, recording it, teaches himself Morse code, realized his dad was communicating him. So his dad, when he ran out of the house, he, he the first place he realized to go was back into the fucking basement where that other guy had been hiding for yeah. four fucking years. It worked and so well for him. <laughs> conveniently, mm -hmm. when the original maid showed back up at the house, she cut the cords to the closed circuit television so the original yeah. owners of the house wouldn't see the maid showing up. So therefore, when all this shit went down, they had no recording of Mr. Kim sneaking back into the house. Yeah, he, he, he conveniently... <laughs> Kim conveniently... Um, Snuck back in the house and 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 hit himself really well. Um, 
And he went right back into the basement, which he was there. Right back in the fucking basement and lived there. Um, He said it was a little rough when the house was empty, when there was no one living there because he didn't have any food. But I don't know how he survived. I don't know how long. I mean, it looks like he he would come out. He would surface at night. Well, there were some cans food down there in the basement from the other guy. Yeah. And he he ate and rationed off. And he would resurface at night a little bit, like it gave him enough time to bury the, uh, the, oh, the, he buried the, the, old, maid. the first maid in the yard while the house was empty. Nobody was living there. And then, yeah, once yeah. the Germans moved in, he would go up there and sneak food. And then so his son had made himself a plan. Oh, boy. To get rich and buy the house back so his dad could just walk out of the basement one day. And they could be a happy family. But that, but, was, that was his plan. That was his plan. But it, like it. At the end, you see him and his mom back in the basement apartment. Yeah, so it, it doesn't look like, I mean, my impression was that, yeah, that was his plan, but it never came to fruition. Well, I don't know how much time about, like, I think he just got done writing the letter to his dad. So it's like, oh, I think the I think the fact that he even had a plan was good because I don't think his dad, like I, said, I don't think his dad ever did. Right. Yeah, this was a planless family. <laughs> there's one point where I was laughing. Well, there's a lot of points I was laughing because it was a dark comedy. But apparently I was laughing where the mom was explaining um, how, you know, since the boy had had the traumatic ghost sighting on his birthday, how they always leave. And now they're having the party here. They're like, it'll be like a rehabilitation post-traumatic party for him. (laughs) I wonder how much, wonder how much therapy he had to have after this party. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm wondering, I'm wondering what the horror movie is going to be called um, when it's a offshoot of this movie. And this kid is like, trying to live a normal life only to be like you know lost his goddamn mind because he saw people get like his dad murdered in front of him and his by by the boogeyman he said was living in the basement nobody believed him yeah (laughs) holy fuck man uh yeah this i i had no idea what the fuck we were getting into with this movie and holy shit man um i'm i'm very surprised that the the accolades and the acclaim that this movie got because of the of what it was about right you're like you're saying it's just so different from the films that usually get all that acclaim there was no daniel day lewis like i said (laughs) there was no english accent at all no english or british um like dress or um you know uh certain uh styles of speaking um there was no monarchy <laughs> um and it was yeah it was a very interesting story that i i'm glad that it got the accolades it did after i saw it because i was like oh shit that's way different than what we're normally seeing but that's way different than what we're normally seeing right um but it did still surprise me that it, it got those kind of accolades um because of what the movie actually is, which is fucking crazy. So um, a lot of people uh, have noticed that the main themes of the movie are class conflict, social inequality, wealth disparity, just the difference between the two fucking families. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, and it's like capitalism. Well, you know, and the guy was rich and I'm sure he worked hard for his fucking money and that's all fine. We don't even know that. (laughs) Well, okay, maybe we don't. Um, But at the end of the day, like, you know, if he wasn't such a like a, you know, he had his his quirks, 
and the smelly thing, you know, like he had no concept of like, hey, this could be offensive to somebody, you know. I mean, I know you're just talking yeah. to your wife about it, but like when you made that face at the end, like, guess what? Like everybody saw you, you know, like you were, you were you, like, you, 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 there was fucked up shit going on. People were getting stabbed and shit and you spent time going, got to get my keys and this guy smells. Ew. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There man, was that's... one critic. There's one Korean critic that referred to Parasite as an upstairs, downstairs, or a, it's a stairway movie in which staircases are used as a motif to represent the positions of the families and the homes of the Kims. Because they did notice that, like, when the Kims were going home, like, when they were flooded, all the stairs they had to go down in their city just to get where they were. I'm like, oh, so the yeah. family was way up, all the way up, yeah. <laughs> up on the hill, you know? Yeah, 100%. I mean, especially with the fact that, like, they not only lived in the in the in the in the you know in the outskirts of town where the shitty part of town was. Yeah, they basically lived in a basement. Like yeah, you couldn't like get any lower. Like you basically were eye level with people who were drunk there and was pissing. A constant theme of yeah, people pissing in the street. Like oh man, this guy's gonna basically piss right in front of our window. You know. Yeah, here he comes. Um, the staircases were used as a motive, a motif to represent the position of the families in the homes as well as the basement bunker. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, like you said, the semi-basement apartment, the poor people hiding in the in the bunker. Yeah. Like you couldn't get any more um lower. You know, lower. Yeah. And then and then when you could get when you thought that you couldn't get any lower, then all of a sudden you get flooded out. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's another like, oh shit, like fuck, dude. Like just when you think you're like down and out, like, well, but wait, there's more, you know. <laughs> Because all of a sudden it's like now you're, you're 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 down there scrounging trying to save, you know, every little last piece of whatever this metal, this fucking weird, fucking uncut gems rock, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised that they ended up going with the sun. Um, uh, surviving, because mm -hmm. fuck, dude, like you got hit hard, son. Um, twice, twice, the big ass rock. But yeah, I guess they needed him to kind of wrap things up at the end because the mom wasn't going to do it. Yeah, um, I think he was kind of. The, I think he was kind of the main character. Yeah, you kind of see him from the beginning, follow him all the way from the beginning in the end. We follow his story the most, I think. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting because it's. You know, you, you always want to see the poor people come up, but you know when when they do it like this, then there's always a cause and effect. And then, you know, so, so where do you, where, what do you think if you had to assume guess surmise what f ultimately happens to this guy in the basement? Do you think he just dies down there or do you think that his son actually is able to, you know, come through and, 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 um, and save his dad in the, uh, in this basement? I think he would rescue him somehow, even if he didn't buy the house. Really? Yeah. He's smart. He was a smart kid. Smart kid, but, you know, he, he's now seen how. He was smart, but I don't think he had an example of what drive was. You know, or ambition. Yeah, just hunger. Hunger and, and being able to fucking, you know. I mean, and, and he was delusional, obviously, because he obviously wanted a uh, relationship with this girl. Um, after the fact, which, nah, man. After the fact? Well, I mean, like, you know, like, 
like as he was conning this family, like he thought that he'd be able oh, to oh, like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, he even asked <laughs> oh, yeah, like, again, uh, higher actors to play his parents. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, like what while they're at while the party's starting and he's up there like with her and she, he's like, you know, how do I fit into this? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, you know, he continually tries to find a way to fit into that. But yeah, things kind of went to shit really fast. <laughs> So I guess the moral of the story is if you're going to con anybody, um, don't let the person that you conned back in the fucking house. Yeah, I, I guess so. Because <laughs> holy shit. Uh, so the you've film seen... released it. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. The film was released in the, in the U.S. Um, against La La Land the same weekend as La La Land. Wow. Talk about two different distinct style movies, man. Because it only made like 53 million in the box office. It didn't get any recognition until... I think to me it got the Oscar buzz because that's when I heard about it and I watched it. Oh. I wow. watched it, then I made my husband watch it, and then we made I think maybe dad watched it. No, dad watched it, told me to watch it. Okay. Then so I watched it, then I made Josh watch it, then we made his girlfriend Adam watch it when he came over. His girlfriend Adam. <laughs> and then I watched it again yesterday. And actually Josh watched it with me. And just because it's probably been a good year, or at least last october since i've seen wow it. so that's crazy that you've seen that this movie that many fucking times mm-hmm. it's it's real it's really good to me and then this time watching it like i said i noticed a lot more that was funny to me like i said just the whole like the the what the mom going oh this will be his post-traumatic rehab party <laughs> shit wow <laughs> that's jesus christ man <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she looks at just just shit like that. That was funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the way the I mean, the way the daughter like she's I mean, the, I think that her parents had even said at one point, God, she could actually be a con artist. She's the one that faked his um, university letter that showed yeah. he graduated. She yeah, yeah. also co- faked her ways the art therapy. Her mom goes, how'd you do that? She goes, think she goes, I just Googled art therapy or something. She rested right. it. I made up. I, I Googled a couple she's things so and, and found all this shit like real quick. So. It's like, damn, that's impressive, girl. Shit. <laughs> and, and there's also it was uh, helpful that the again the mom the mom of the rich family was so naive. So naive. I think he probably could have told her anything about her kids and she would have believed it. Right. Your kid's a genius. Mm-hmm. Or somebody had told her that at some point. Because she definitely thought he was gifted. Yeah. Instead of being a little like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so fucking he had traumatized. That, they had this drawing that he did um, have framed hanging in the house and uh, they were looking at it. And the son first goes, is it a chimpanzee? And the mom goes, no, it's a self-portrait. You know, we're like, OK, it looks like fucking E.T. or something weird. And then yeah. we all realize later, oh, the fucking guy in the basement. He's yeah. been drawing the fucking guy in the basement forever. It looks just like him. Yep. And that guy was creepy. I mean, they, they couldn't have found a creepier fucking living in looking the guy. I mean, the whole weird. Oh, oh, as to. okay. so why the wife was beat up? I think once she got out into the real world and she wasn't staying in that house anymore, I think the loan sharks that were looking for him got her. Oh, that's why I think she was beat up. Okay, I think. All right. I I think they they still owed him money. I can see. Yeah, I can see that now. That does make sense. Yeah. So she was getting her ass kicked for her husband. Thanks, bud. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Hope you find your parents. <laughs> wow. So what do you rate it? Did you enjoy it? Would you recommend it? <sighs> yeah, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, it's funny. It always helps me to 
solidify how I feel about a movie when we talk about it. Only because like certain things that get pointed out or certain points of view of like, oh yeah, I didn't see that. Um, last night when I finished this movie, I was like, holy shit. All right. Well, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't think I'd go back and see it again. Like I'm now officially glad that like I've caught up to the party and I've seen the movie. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It did win an Oscar after all. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. It won Best Picture. Mm -hmm. It won Best Director, Best Original Screenplay. It won like four. Which is insane that it won so much stuff. But look, good on them that that they won all this shit. Best International Film Feature Film. Well, it should have. (laughs) Well, yeah, if it won the big one, it might as well win all the other ones that are like similar, right? Um, It was the first non-English language film to win best picture which is insane that it, it's taken this long but okay um I, I i'm glad i saw it holy shit there were some fucking parts where i was really tense about the whole thing like i knew as soon as they were at the house all together getting drunk i knew something bad was going to happen because they were mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. like you know it's just karma you, you you knew that these people were going to get caught at some fucking point it was just like how are they going to get caught and like you said, I, there's no way you could have predicted how the fuck everything <laughs> broke down. There's yeah. just no fucking way. Like, yeah, nobody could have gone. Oh, I saw it coming. I no, yeah, right. Happen. If you if you <laughs> saw that the, that the, that the old house maid had a fucking husband in the fucking attic, you're full of shit. Because basement, yeah, <laughs> that that or that or if you did come up with that, then you need to find Jesus or therapy or something. Because like you twisted. Um. So, yeah, it's nothing like I've ever seen. It was very original. I'm glad I saw it. It was tense as fuck in certain spots. I would recommend you at least see it once for sure, because mm-hmm. it is definitely a unique, different story that is not the typical, um, uh, you know, trope of, of uh, Western civilization movies. Um, would I watch it again? I, I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I I will be revisiting this one. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe in the future, but like right in this moment in time, I am not planning on seeing this movie ever again. Um, so I would probably give it a a two and a half. Okay, a two and a half. That's it's what I've been kind of like fighting with today. Is like, what do I rate this movie? Glad I saw it. Won't ever want to see it. <laughs> you know, it's it's it's. I don't know. So, so I was looking back. I'm like, okay, there's nothing you else gave a two and a half to. You gave Thunder Force a two. Yeah. Thunder Force, I gave it two because I like there's a uh, rewatchability there because it's not like a typical. Um, oh, I don't think I'll watch Thunder Force again. <laughs> well, oh, I, gave, I gave it a one. So, yeah, no, I'm not watching it. again. Well, no, uh, the reason why is because I got a kid that can sit through it because mm. it's not like a, a typical um, uh, what's her name movie. Right. It's not mm-hmm. her usual fare. So she can sit there and watch it. If we want to just throw something on and be like here, like a family movie. Quote, quote. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that. What are you giving it? I'm going to give it. A, I'm going to give it a. A three seven five. Actually, I'm gonna give it a four. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna give it a four. Well, because you've seen I, it three because, times. Yeah. <laughs> because and and I'll I'll probably watch it again. You think um, so? It's usually one of those I kind of watch up warming up to Halloween movies. Maybe. 
So you, know? you so so you would categorize this. See, that's I think that's kind of where I'm having a problem categorizing it. Um, which was maybe no, a, a I bet wouldn't on... put it. I wouldn't put it as a scary movie. No, oh, but my... you would put it as a Halloween movie. No, I wouldn't. It's just that my husband okay. doesn't really let me watch scary movies until it's around Halloween. Oh, okay. So it kind of fills. A... No, I and even after we watched it again last night, I said I consider it more of a, a thriller, like a suspense thriller. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't even call it a comedy. I mean, I kind of think it's funny that they call it a comedy, but it does. It definitely has its moments for sure. It has and its again, moments. Like I said, Rewatching it, knowing what's going on, I even found it more funny. It has its moments, but I was very surprised with the way that they yeah. categorize it because, like, there's certain movies that that come to mind when you think dark comedy. Like, I didn't really see any sort of dark comedy ish. Right. This. I think there was comedy with dark overtones. I don't think the comedy itself was necessarily dark. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Um, but it is one of those movies where I'm like, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend you watch it. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's one of those that I talk about quite often. Like, and I'm, you know, so yeah, I would give it a four just because like I said, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm I like, definitely oh, need to see it. If you definitely it. think you, you should see it. Um, but I, I also am a fan of just, you know, I, I also kind of too at one time wanted to watch every movie that ever won a Best Picture Award, too, just to see. And I have to admit that after the awards come out, I'm usually like, oh, what won? Oh, maybe this is worth watching then. Yeah, you know? of course. You you go, OK, well, let's see. You know, oh, oh it's a period piece with Daniel Day-Lewis. No, yeah. I don't think I need to see this yeah. one. Or but, I always think of like the piano with Holly Hunter, you know, <laughs> again, period piece, accents, no yeah. talking on her heart. <laughs> yeah. A, a, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, a lot of awards going to costume design and stuff. Yeah. I'm glad that a, a movie like this won for sure. Yeah, because I would have never even thought about putting it in contention with those things because there's such a. A. Um, uh, an outline for those kind of movies, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm good Yay! with it. Well, I'm glad you finally watched it. Yeah. My work is done. Your work is done. All right. That we're never doing this podcast again. We're done. Wait, yeah. what? Um, what should we do next? What are we watching next? What do we watch next? Uh HBO off of the giant list. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, giant. Uh Okay, here's what I want to watch, and it's, okay. it's an actual movie. Movie. What shit? Where was actual it? Actual movie. Find out where it is. It's called The Kitchen. Okay. And it's with Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, and Elizabeth Moss. So is Hold it on. a funny movie? It's something about their husbands were mob guys or something, and oh, this sounds vaguely familiar. It's based on a true story. Crime film. We'll just call it a crime film. Let's see where the fuck it's streaming now, though. Where did I see it? The kitchen movie is streaming. It's funny because. I see what else did we watch with Elizabeth Moss? She was in that one with the house. Yes. And the guy the, the, and she was also in one of my favorite movies. I watch at Halloween time that I watch every year. Us. Have you seen that? No. Oh, God damn it. That's going on the list. Well, I figured it was already on the list and I figured it's not, but oh, I thought it would be something that we would uh, once we get to like Halloween season that you would want to watch anyway. So 
Fuck yeah. Fucking HBO. Uh, Amazon. You got to buy it. Hold on. No, not doing that. Hey, maybe we're not watching it. I don't think it's on anything right now. Oh, wait. HBO Max? Nope. Fucker. Which Probably one? there, but it's gone. The kitchen. Oh. Okay, we're not watching that. Can't find nope. it anywhere. Uh, <laughs> Val, say anything. I am on girls. Go for the moon. Oh, Parasite we watched. I could take it off. Judas and the Black Messiah. I'm going to say either Judas and the Black Messiah or Over the Moon. I, I could do Judas and the Black Messiah. Let's see that. We've been wanting to watch that. I know husbands would want to watch that anyway. I believe that's on the HBO. For reels. Is For it? really reels. Yeah, because I saw it advertising there the other day. Yeah, HBO Max. Okay. All right. That's where we Hey, got. if I click on it, look, yep, yeah, it's actually there. It's actually there. Sweet. Well, that one I think I got on a screener. So even if I had to like oh. bite the bullet, I think I have it. I have to see if us is anywhere. I just want I like to watch that. That one I that fun. one I even think I have a screener of too. Ooh. I figure I figure once we get into like October into the scary movies like yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to find those movies that are on streaming but there's just certain movies that are that you should probably have either seen owned or you know go to your friend's house to see right hold uh, on hold on hold on it's on netflix what is us oh shit okay i think why does it say remind me what does that mean maybe it's not Oh yeah, no. If it says remind you, then it's probably oh, like it's not there. It's not there right now. But if it does show up, we'll let you know. Oh, that's nice that they have that feature. Yeah. Okay, that's not streaming anywhere either. But I, you know, I think I have that one too. I yeah. So maybe maybe when it comes to like the Halloween ones, where, where we're like themed out like that, maybe we'll we'll just stick to like, you know, the fact that like you've either seen it, own it, or whatever. Um, and we'll be a little more loose with our it has to be on a streaming service since, you know, you know it what is else Halloween. Came on, you know what else came on Hulu for free finally? And we wanted to watch this a while ago, but we haven't. Have you watched the what is it? Barb and Star go to Delmar or something? Mr. Delmar oh, or something like that. yeah, that's on Netflix, right? I think it's on Hulu. Oh, it's on Barb, Hulu. Barb um, and Star go to Vista Delmar. <laughs> so so, yeah, we have uh, you seen that? No, I have not. My, my The wife wanted to see it because like um, her and her best friend, um, her best friend was like, dude, we should totally dress up as them <laughs> for Halloween. And and my wife had no idea what, what, you know, what it I'm was. I'm going to put that on the list. Yeah. Put it on the list. That's on Cause that way, that way it'll force me to like play it for her. So I can nice. watch it with her. <laughs> Barb me. and star. Go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you notice that the new season of American True Crime Story coming up is the whole Monica Lewinsky thing and um, Beanie Feldstein, the girl that was in Booksmart, is playing Monica Lewinsky? Oh, really? Yep. Oh, shit. It's, it's mostly going to be about the relationship between her and Linda Tripp, the bitch that ratted her out. Oh, and Sarah, Pol okay. Sarah Paulson is playing Linda Tripp. I love really? Sarah Paulson. Yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's a pretty great. She's pretty fucking great. And, and those guys on American Horror Stories have really, like, really like are very fortunate to have her because she's she's like always on those fucking seasons and she's just 
so solid. Like she 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 takes something and like just runs with it. She's you fucking- know what we could also watch is we could also um so you know American Horror Story just started that new show American Horror Stories where it's individual stories. Yeah, I watched the first one. I haven't watched. Oh, I haven't any watched any of them yet. Yeah, we uh, can. D- well, what when for when we get closer to you know what? Then yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's 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 a crazy show. <laughs> Um, and I still want to watch this new Saw movie that Chris Rock did too. Mm. All the Saw movies I think are on HBO when I was looking for something. Oh, <laughs> they man. have every single one of them. I think I only uh, saw like the first two. I've only seen the first one because like I, I'm not like it's going to sound weird when I say this because we just saw the Suicide Squad and that was pretty gory with certain oh. things. But, it's different kind of gore. It's different. Yeah, it, it, the tone of the movie is is what sets that right. So you can do all the getting your face blasted out as long as the tone of the movie is kind of in line with like wah wah wah, you know, <laughs> um, where the Saw movies are not. And you know, I don't want to like sit there and watch somebody spend too much time like cutting their arm off or having their <laughs> eyelids ripped on or just stupid shit like that. Like I, the first I just, one is the only one that I'll watch. Uh, again because i think that one to me was way more of a mind fuck than just yeah. like what yeah the once, once it became being. a franchise it was a little yeah. more like all right um but i haven't seen that movie in a long time either yeah i'll watch that just for fun husband probably won't yeah he's gonna be like nah he's not did. a big fan of scary movies and then there's my wife are, i know people are like when they hear me talk about it, it's like, I'm a fan of them, but I'm not a fan of most of them because I think most of them suck. So I'm a fan of good ones. And the funny thing is, is especially when it comes Halloween season, it's like if we watch it, it has to be dark. We have to wait till yeah. night. I, I, I that's like another thing that annoys me. It's like, we watch it during the day. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like, I like I like Halloween movies. Um, you know, there, there's people who are obsessed with like horror movies and stuff. Um, like I have friends that'll watch every freaking horror movie that comes out. Yeah. And I'm like, no, again, because now if of it's, them suck. <laughs> now, if it's something that involves like like the conjuring, like I like watching those movies. Cause I and there's I, a I, shit ton of those now. I think there there's is now. one of those that came out too. Yeah, I watched it. Um already. Yeah, because so you it watched was, like all the Annabelles and everything too. I have not uh, I oh. think I've maybe wasn't seen wasn't that the same didn't that come from is that yeah. canon? <laughs> yeah, it's it, oh, good word. Um, hey, thanks. Yes, it's canon, as is the nun, which I oh, also yeah. think I, haven't I watched saw that one either. I haven't watched that one either, but I do appreciate. Like in the last year, I saw people's kids wanting to dress up as the nun for Halloween. I'm which like, is good on them. <laughs> freaking hilarious. Um, I, I I watched the nun kind of like, you know, in the background kind of thing. Wasn't really like super paying attention. Um, and Annabelle, I feel like I did, but maybe I didn't. But like when it comes to like the the the, the core, like the Conjuring, yeah, yeah, I'll, I know I'll, I've seen the first one, and I think the second one at least. Yeah, yeah I'll watch. The, I'll watch those. I like I like a good um. Oh, when it comes to like like it's weird. I, I'm sadistic because it, when it comes to like religion, and and you know possession and that kind of thing, I dig that shit because I think that's the scariest shit of all. Fucking yeah. religion. It could happen. I could get possessed. Um, oh, I forgot to mention mm-hmm. the uh, writer director of Parasite announced that they are going to do a Parasite series on HBO. Huh. It's going to be a six hour HBO limited series based on the film with Adam McKay on board as an executive producer. 
And it all it's basically stories that quote that happen in between the sequences in the film. Of the uh, of the uh, the hustle family with the Mm -hmm. rich family. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And it also says as of well, February last year, it was rumored that Mark Ruffalo and Tilda Swinson. Does it wait? We're being passed in a lead role. So are you turning into Americans? Are you turning them into white people? Yep. Uh, bring back the original fucking family. Those actors were all great. Oh, no. you you kidding? If they're turning it into a lim- limited series, you know that they're fucking Americanizing the shit out of it. Shitty. Mm, it's, it's how... See, it, it's how America, who just said, hey, you guys made a pretty solid movie in Korea, but now Let's we're going to... Yeah, we're going to whitewash the shit out of your idea. But thanks, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically what that is. Assholes. Asshole. Interesting. Very, All right. Interesting. Well, fuck it. Let's wrap this one up. Yep. Hey. Uh, very um, good. Nicely hope, done. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And um, Epi- yeah. that was episode 118. 118. Yeah. There we go. We done. In a box. All right. Sweet. Bye-bye. Bye.